remember all of these things where you're opening yourself to goodness, it will pay off in pretty much every area of your life. Hello, and welcome to the Raised by Immigrants podcast. I'm your host, Kavi Sebastian, and together we'll create a space where we can bond over the experience of being children of immigrants. We'll talk about everything from relationships and family to mental health and careers, all from the lens of being in between one culture and another. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Raised by Immigrants. I hope you enjoyed the last episode, which is our first guest episode. I had a lot of fun making that one for you, and we have so many more guest episodes lined up, so if you enjoyed it, definitely stay tuned. But I wanted to hop back to a solo episode today just to talk a little bit about welcoming goodness into your life. I think as children of immigrants, we center our experiences a lot around our parents' sacrifice or feel like we need to take on the pressure of, you know, doing certain things for them or making sacrifices. And I think it's important to keep in mind that while our parents did, you know, move from their countries to give us a better life, it was also to give themselves a better life, right? It's important to keep in mind that they made a choice of their own free will. Much as we can have gratitude for that and acknowledge their emotions around it, it's important for us to live our lives for ourselves and not for them. If anything, it's our duty to live with joy and fear and these burden of expectations can sometimes keep you from that. I've noticed in a lot of my friends who are also children of immigrants, they're constantly keeping that in mind of what their parents will say, what they might think. And I think it's important to to be conscious and aware of how much goodness you're bringing into your life and how open you are to it specifically. So that's what I want to talk about today. And I want to start off with a story that happened to me recently that made me realize that maybe I was a little closed off from inviting that goodness, you know? I think we all want to have joy and good things in our life, but you really have to be intentional and open to it to receive it. So I was on a rooftop in Boston with an old friend of mine around last year, and we were enjoying each other's company. We'd just gotten back from dinner. We wanted another drink. So we're on this rooftop hanging out, and this guy, who's clearly a few years younger than us, comes over and starts to hit on us. Um, he was this real estate agent, and he was definitely, you know, peacocking a little bit. He was totally showing off. He kept talking about how he had a that weekend and he was you know heading off in his mercedes to drop off his co-workers like he was just do like pulling out all the stops to try to get us to be impressed now i was neither impressed nor interested and i made that obvious because i didn't want him to think otherwise and frankly i didn't want to give him the satisfaction of thinking that his peacocking was working But my friend was so much more open and inviting. She was warm. She just played along with the conversation. She didn't do anything to make it seem like she was like romantically interested, but she was still fun and kind of entertained it. 
And although I didn't want to give, you know, the wrong signal to this guy, you know, that's what, what my perspective was. I also wanted to protect myself a little bit, you know, of unwanted attention. It still got me to think, you know, seeing the way both of us handled it differently. It got me thinking, how often do we really practice being open? And when you have the opportunity to practice being open, how many of us really take that opportunity? Right? This friend is someone who, in my opinion, seems to have a lot of goodness in her life. And it got me thinking that I should be practicing openness in order to receive good things. Right? It's not to say that I don't have good things and that because maybe in this instant I was a little guarded that I'm not inviting good things into my life. But I think it's important to be aware of when we can be friendly and entertaining and engaging with complete strangers. I made it a point in my mind from that conversation on to try and be a little bit more open whenever I got the chance. And funny enough, you know, when you tell the universe you want to be open to something, I personally believe it gives you the opportunity. So a few months later, after that kind of rooftop incident, I was in North Carolina with some friends and I felt like I could be that version of myself that was warm and was inviting. You know, we were sitting at the bar talking to each other and some people came up to us. So I thought to myself, like, this is the perfect opportunity to practice being open. So when these people came up to us, they were wanting to just like chat buy us drinks, things like that. And, you know, we could have easily said no, right? It's not like we were interested romantically in the people coming up to us. Um, but I I found that my friends were more guarded. They would go on their phone um, or just kind of avoid talking to these people, whereas I was kind of engaging in the banter or, you know, responding to their questions, things like that. Um, and as uninterested as I was in these people wary as I was, you know, in terms of sharing too much personal information with strangers, I did feel like it gave me an opportunity to be warm and friendly and inviting. And I felt better because of it, right? I was inviting goodness. I was returning goodness. I had nothing but good energy to give out. Um, And I felt like I was a good, maybe higher version of myself because I was just so open and feeling good. Call it woo-woo, call it what you will, but I felt like I was showing the universe that if it presented me an opportunity to be open to goodness, that I would not turn it away. And it was a nice feeling to think like, oh, a month ago... I told myself I wanted to practice being more open and a month later, I'm getting the opportunity to practice that, right? It felt very in alignment. It didn't feel like a coincidence. It felt like because I was so intentional about finding, receiving, and returning joy, I was getting those opportunities more and more in my life. Guarded as we ought to be, right? Because there is danger, there is bad people out in the world. I think being overly guarded can keep us from a lot. Think about it. Some of the connections you make with people, relationships you build, even just the energy, like that playful energy that keeps things in your life interesting, a willingness to be open and warm. All of these things come from putting yourself in uncomfortable positions, whether that is in social situations or other ways that will allow you to grow. I'm such a big advocate 
of becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable. A lot of the things I've done in my life has been a conscious decision to sit with what's uncomfortable. Now, that's not always easy. It's not like I'm diving headfirst every single time. Usually what happens is I have to take a step back and understand what makes me uncomfortable before deciding and preparing myself to become uncomfortable. So in situations, especially as I'm talking about with that openness to inviting goodness in your life, I think you have to be uncomfortable with putting yourself out there in situations where you might feel like you want to be introverted, where you might want to be a little guarded. And I think in those moments, you'll find that you are becoming a better version of yourself because you're putting yourself out there. The first times I ever remember feeling this way was back in high school. So this is almost a lifetime ago is what it feels like. But it this interaction got me to rethink my attitude towards strangers. So I was in line um, for coffee at a bookstore and the woman in front of me just randomly turned around and struck up a conversation with me. And I don't even remember what it was about now, but I just remember feeling so surprised in a pleasant way and speaking back to her, having a conversation, and we ended up sitting next to each other and working for a few hours. Um, now, it's not like we formed this incredible life-changing bond, but I remember feeling invited to be myself and to be open with someone I didn't necessarily know, right? And it's important to note that in high school, I was not only an introvert, but I was like a little squirrely around strangers, or at least that's how I felt. I was just so awkward. I didn't know how or when to fill silences. Sometimes I'd just like rack my brain for something to say, come up with nothing, and then like retreat further into myself. I would just feel so defeated when I was talking to strangers in high school because I didn't know how to act. I was just such an awkward person. And most people are when they're in high school. But I, I think being in situations where I was able to talk to strangers and maybe pushed to because I had to, looking back, those are the things, those are the moments that taught me to be the version of me today where I'm not as awkward, where I know what to do when an awkward silence happens. And I, I now think that I'm pretty good at talking to just about anybody. I know how to ask questions and engage people to tell me about themselves. But on this occasion in the bookstore, the woman was very warm and inviting and open. She just had this nice energy about her that I welcomed, even though at the time I was like an awkward, guarded person. And it opened my own eyes to see more goodness around me. So I started from then on to be a little bit more receptive to people in lines at the coffee shop or, you know, wherever I go. If I'm standing in line, I, you know, I may be standing there on my phone, but if somebody turns around or gives me a smile, I don't shy away from it. I return the smile, I strike up a conversation, I make a comment, and a, a younger version of me would not have done that. It is because we're taught growing up, you know, stranger danger be aware of people that you don't know don't tell too many people about you know your personal information and while a lot of that is still true I think you do need to be careful I think there's a way to be personable and again open to inviting goodness while still protecting yourself
moment in the bookstore with that stranger was one of those kind of defining moments that I can look back on that made me rethink that phrase, don't talk to strangers. Because I remember like thinking to myself that I want to make other people feel the way that that woman made me feel right we never saw each other again or ever spoke to each other after that incident and after that like little moment in the line but I remember her and I still distinctly remember that beautiful energy that she had and that was what like 10 years ago not what we all want to be able to say in life that we're remembered for how we make others feel so I think inviting goodness into your life and being open to it requires intention, requires not just being in the right place at the right time, but having the mentality that you're going to be open to it no matter when it shows up as an opportunity in your life. Think about what happened in all of these instances. I I think it really is the law of attraction, right? This idea that positive thoughts will give you and, and magnetize positive rewards, positive actions in your life. And the same works for vice versa, right? I think when terrible things are happening in your life, the more you talk about it and complain about it in this cycle, the more bad things tend to happen to you. And it's not necessarily that good things aren't happening. It's just that your mind is tuned into this like frequency of negative things. So that's all you notice. When you play I Spy and you say a color, all of a sudden you are looking for that color and you will constantly see the color that is said, right? If you're like, I spy with my little eye something white, you're going to look around and see a ton of white things. And even though there are plenty of other colors that are around, you are focused into all of the white. And I think the same happens with positive and negative things in your life. So, you know, if the more open you are to inviting that goodness, the more open you are to positive thoughts, positive people, good vibes, the more you see it in the world and the more you start to become surrounded by it. And I think this is really good to know and be equipped with because in those moments of despair, when terrible things are happening to you, in those moments where it just feels like everything is like senselessly happening, I think it's easy to crawl into yourself and and enter that toxic cycle and feel sorry for yourself. But I think knowing this power of inviting goodness and understanding how to practice it in your own life gives you the tools that you need so that you can get out of that toxic cycle, so that you can healthily vent, that you can, you know, get out those negative emotions and purge them, but also quickly go back and reset into seeing the good in the world, into seeing and being grateful for the things around you. And of course, that goes into gratitude and practicing gratitude for what you already have and what you already experience. And, you know, there's no shortage of research on positive psychology research around, you know, what gratitude can do for you. It can help your body. It can help your mental health. And, Overall, I think it's just a beautiful practice to start thinking about the things that you are grateful every single day. I personally journal often, and every time I journal, I write down at least three things that I'm grateful for. And these could be big, these could be small. Sometimes all I say is I'm grateful that I can cuddle my dog. 
And other days it's as big as, you know, like there's a roof over my head or I'm grateful to be in a career that I love. Like there are so many things that once you start looking at in a positive way, you again, fighting goodness because that's what you're zeroing in on and that's what you're tuning into. And so you'll just constantly see more goodness into your life. That with gratitude comes this push to be the best version of yourself, right? You start to sit down and think more intentionally and live more intentionally with this mindset of gratitude. You start to think and be more aware of the people that you encounter and why you're grateful to encounter them. You even start to become more aware of what makes you self-confident. And so then all of these interactions with other people or in situations where you might otherwise be uncomfortable, you start to gain a sense of confidence because you're going through the world understanding that you are equipped with the skills to go through it, right? The next time I'm in an awkward situation with a stranger, I'm always going to think back to those moments where I interacted with strangers and got through it because I had an open, warm energy. And I'm going to remember that even if I'm feeling awkward in the moment. So when I go to networking events for my career or I'm in the room with a lot of executives for meetings... Even if I feel awkward, I'm going to know in the back of my mind that I have the strengths, I have the skills to make it through the conversation, not just in a professional way because of my educational background and my career background, but also in a personable way where I can make jokes and get them to open up about themselves and share things about myself. So remember all of these things where you're opening yourself to goodness, it will pay off in pretty much every area of your life. Although I'm saying this as though it's super easy, I can guarantee you that once you start to practice gratitude and inviting um, goodness into your life, you're going to find that every once in a while, it's not as easy as it sounds. And I totally understand. So if that sounds like you, or if you're struggling with just seeing the bright side and, and really taking all the silver linings that you can get... Um, I want to give you some questions that you can think about, that you can journal about, meditate on, that will allow you to look a little bit deeper into the goodness that already exists within your life so you can open yourself up to more and really invite that energy, that frequency in. First question, and I think the easiest question is, what are you most looking forward to in the next week, the next month, the next year, and why? I think thinking about the why will really open you up into acknowledging some of the privileges and things that you're grateful for that you may not always think about otherwise. For example, I'm really looking forward to some of my travels abroad that are coming up in the next few months. I'm going with people that I love. I'm going to places I've always wanted to go to, and I'm really looking forward to that. And if I ask myself why... I can say that I'm grateful to have people in my life that I love to go on these trips with me. I'm grateful to have a career and finances that support me in going on these adventures, whether I go alone or with others. And, you know, I can I can go on and on. And so I think this question is a really great one to ask yourself if you're struggling or you just want to really sit with some gratitude because you'll be surprised with what you come up with when you realize what you're looking forward to and what allows you to look forward to those moments and those adventures that are coming up in your life. Another great question is what relationships are in your life that you can be thankful for? I think 
especially as children of immigrants, a lot of us are really used to our parents showing affection through like cut up fruit or like acts of service. And obviously everybody has different love languages, but I think it's never wrong to tell people in your life that you appreciate them, that you care for them, and to show them that in different ways, even if there are ways that you don't normally express that affection. Even if it makes you a little bit uncomfortable, I encourage you to step out of your comfort zone and invite that goodness in by giving it out to the world. So maybe you just journal about why the certain relationships in your life are good for you and why you're thankful for them, but you can also take it the extra step. You can write somebody a letter, send them a text, give them a call, and just let them know why you appreciate them, why your relationship with them is so important to you. I think while we can show these things through our actions, sometimes it's equally important to do through our words and vice versa. You know, if you're the type of person to constantly be telling people how you feel about them, definitely take the time to do something special for them. Um, I think even if it's not your love language or their love language, it's important to just show people in a different way, especially if they're not used to it. It can be a great reminder that you are important to them um, and vice versa. I personally love to write people handwritten letters for their birthdays um, or if I'm not near them to be able to give them something like that. I do a long, long text message right at midnight for their birthday. Um, so that's how I, I show my gratitude, but you know, it's important to do it throughout the year as well. So whatever works for you, for your friends, for people in your life, um, I definitely encourage you to show them and express that gratitude and that goodness that you have. Last thing is not so much a question or prompt as it is something for you to do. Um, I call this a rainy day folder. I have one on my laptop and I fill it with screenshots of text messages and videos and quotes and photos, all of which make me feel like my best self. So if it's a photo that I feel really confident about or a text message that makes me feel really that somebody sent me, um, you know, whatever these sort of affirmations out in the world that show me that I can be and that I am the best version of myself is a great way to, again, tune into that frequency of goodness. And especially when you're having a tough time, when you're just going through difficult things in life, it is a great thing to have a rainy day folder. So you can kind of pull it out and just be reminded of the people that love you, of things that inspire you. I have some quotes in there that are really helpful for me personally. No matter what you do, you know, whether it's answer some journal prompts or meditate or create a rainy day folder or look into your rainy day folder. I think whatever you do, I think as long as you're intentional about inviting goodness, about putting goodness out into the world, then you're always going to sort of radiate that frequency and that warmth. And you're always going to be able to cultivate a life of joy, um, of fulfilling kind of adventures, and of people that nurture you and nourish your soul in different ways. All of this to say that welcoming goodness into your life is not as hard as it sounds. You simply have to be open and receptive to the energy, to the opportunities that come your way that are presented to you in the form of interactions with strangers or opportunities at work, ways to be creative, even having more free time on your hands. There's so much you can do to be open 
No matter what that looks like for you, I definitely encourage you to explore it, to sit down and think about it some more if you have to. Shout out to that friend of mine who showed me that goodness doesn't have to come with ulterior motives or give off the wrong signal. Goodness and being open and warm and friendly can come with so many benefits and help you in so many areas of your life. And inviting all of that energy in is actually a really beautiful thing. Thank you so much for tuning in to Raised by Immigrants. Let me know what resonated with you today by tagging me on social or sending me a DM. You can find me on Instagram at Raised by Immigrants Podcast, or you can leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. I read and respond to all your reviews and mentions, so I can't wait to hear from you. See you next time.